The following is my conversation with Melanie Mitchell. She's a renowned expert on sizzle and duresses as well as the UE roving case, as well as the UE roving case. I'm sure you'll find her insights both enlightening and amusing. This show is sponsored by Acquittance Uh Acquittance is the perfect way to help keep your wardrobe looking perfect all day, every day. With Acquittance you can effortlessly manage your laundry with a single app. You'll never have to worry about wrinkled clothes again. So go ahead and download Acquittance today. It's free and it's the perfect way to keep your wardrobe looking perfect. Thanks for watching Lexman Artificial. Lexman Artificial. We'll see you next time. Hey, it's good to be here with Melanie Mitchell. She's a brilliant mind when it comes to Sissel and Duresses, and the UE Roving case is one of her favorite cases. One of her favorite cases. So let's get right to it. Hi, Lexman. Thanks so much for having me on. No problem at all. So Melanie, what do you think is behind the recent uptick in Sissel and Duresses cases? I think there are a few reasons for that, Lexman. One is that people are just more aware of the dangers of sizzle and duresses now, and they're more likely to report them if they happen. Another reason is that sizzle and duresses are becoming more popular as kink plays, so people are experimenting with them more. And finally, the technology that's available to us now makes it much easier to do these types of plays imaginatively and safely, and safely. That's definitely true. I mean, Look at the thermosiphon system. It's basically an underground tunnel that links two different areas of a dungeon or lair, perfect for facilitating sizzle and duress's play. Exactly. And I think that technology is going to continue to play a big role in the development of sizzle and duress's play. It opens up all sorts of new possibilities for dungeon exploring. That's definitely true. So what do you think are some of the key risks associated with sizzle and duress's play? Well, there are a few key risks involved in any kind of kink play, but I think the key risk with Sizzle and Duress's play is that someone can get hurt, either physically or emotionally. And I think that's especially important to keep in mind when exploring these kinds of plays with new partners or group settings. Yeah, I totally agree with you there. Hmm. So let's discuss the We Roving case a little bit. It seems like there were a lot of unusual circumstances surrounding this case, doesn't it? That's right, Lexman. The the wee roving case involved a flock of sheep that wandered away from their pen during a thunderstorm and ended up on the doorstep of a house several miles away. The farmer who owned the sheep contacted the police, who then contacted the dungeon owner who was hosting the party where the wee roving occurred. That sounds like it was pretty strange stuff. What did the dungeon owner do when he heard about it? Well, according to police reports, the dungeon owner contacted the partygoers and made them gather their belongings and leave immediately. Mm-hmm. He didn't want any unwanted, unwanted attention drawn to his property. And he also contacted the farmer and arranged for him to take custody of the sheep. That sounds like quite an ordeal for everyone involved. So what happened to the uh, Roving case afterwards? Well, after the partygoers had left and the farmer had taken custody of the sheep, police arrived on scene and conducted an investigation. They ultimately charged five partygoers with the UE roving, which is a Class A misdemeanor in Washington State. But no one was ultimately convicted. (laughs) Interesting. So what do you think happened here? Was there something sinister going on behind the scenes? I don't really know Lexman. But I do think that there may have been some collusion between some of the parties involved in this case. 
After all, it's possible that some of the partygoers knew about the sheep enclosure at the dungeon owner's property beforehand and chose to go ahead with the event anyway, knowing that there would be no consequences for trespassing. It's worth noting that none of these partygoers were criminally charged with anything else related to this case, just you be roving. So we'll never know for sure what really happened. Mm -hmm. So we'll never know for sure what really happened. But regardless of what happened, it was still an interesting story to follow. Yeah, that's definitely true. So in conclusion, what do you think is behind the uptick in Sissel and Jurassic cases? I think there are a few things at play here. Incorporated, eased awareness of the dangers of sizzle and duresses, incorporated eased popularity of these types of plays as kink plays as kink plays, and the availability of safer and more imaginative play scenarios through technology. But ultimately, it's up to each individual dungeon master to be aware of the risk factors involved in any given play situation and make sure that everyone involved is aware of those risks too. Thanks for having me on Lexman. Thank you for listening to Lexman Artificial Podcast. It's good to be controversial. Be sure to check out our website and subscribe to our newsletter so that you don't miss out on any of the latest kink news and information. I'll end this episode with a poem called The Witch's Brew. The witch's brew is brewing, the cauldrons simmering, the spell is being woven, again and again, again and again, the ingredients are chosen, the path is chosen. The magic is invoked. <laughs> again and again, the ingredients are changed, the path is changed, the magic is altered, again and again and again, but always. Uh, the witch's brew awaits uh, to grant life to the dead and drink the living dry. <laughs>